Hello, everyone. Good morning, uh, wherever you are. It's a prophetic greeting. And uh, we uh, have learned from a spiritual mentor uh, who is no longer in our midst, um, Prophet TV Joshua, who is uh, in heaven and also still operating in the realms of the spirit. Uh, today was Thanksgiving service at Synagogue Church of All Nation, and it was beautiful. It was awesome in honor of what God has done. We give God all the glory. And what God is doing is going to happen to everyone that is watching me right now. Because uh, a song goes, please, whatever you're doing, don't count me out. Count me in. Hallelujah. So ask God to count you in, in all that he is doing. Because in the midst of the chaos, the confusion, the disturbance, the disorderliness, the killing, still in destruction. If you look into the deep with your spiritual eyes, which is faith, for the just shall live by faith, you see that God is doing great, powerful, and miraculous things, as his word says. This is Pastor Daniel Yeboah. Lightweight Church of God in Christ. We are located in the city of Redland, Southern California, United States of America. And we also have locations in Ghana that God has um, given us the grace and his mercy to plant. And uh, if you want to know more uh, the location and how to get there, you could look it up on our, on our, 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 our website which is in the front of your screen if you're watching us from ghana and you could go and fellowship worship and god will bless you richly good also i want to remind us this is communion sunday and as we've been doing all these years since the pandemic pandemic came through we're gonna observe our communion on on the ten shot uh, observe communion um, right at the end of service. So I want you to get all your uh, communion items. I get you a cup with uh, water. Uh, if you have juice, uh, that, that also could be used to observe this communion ordinance. If you don't have the real communion uh elements these things we are gonna give unto god for his power to bless it and that we will use it to observe communion we bless his name this morning let us go into prayer before the word heavenly father we bless you we give you all the glory all the honor all the praise we magnify bless and adore your holy name we thank you for another day a moment such as this, a time such as this, you have given on us to uh, come in that presence, uh, to fellowship, serve, and worship you. We bless you, Lord Jesus. We ask that your mercies look at us. Father, forgive us of our sins, even as we are about to observe communion from the beginning of the service to the end. We seek for your forgiveness, that if there's any sin in us, Lord, let your mighty power purge us, wash us in the blood of Jesus. Forgive us all corporately, all that you have divinely ordained and assigned to be part of this hour service. Forgive us of our sins, normally and unknowingly, as we're going to be partaking in communion service this hour. Lord, let your message locate us, and we bless you. Move by thy power. Lord, fill the service with your anointing. In the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, oh, heavenly Father, fill this service with shines, wonders, and miracles. In the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, Lord, fill this service with healing of diverse sicknesses, disease, and infirmity. In the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, Lord, fill this service on today. Oh, with your power to deliver, 
or from bondage and captivity. In the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus. Now fill this service unto them with breakthrough, with, 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 with provision, with supply, touching needs as they are presented unto you. Save souls unto you by your power. In the mighty name of Jesus, every limitation, distraction, be destroyed by the power of the Holy Ghost. And give us an attentive spirit to hear what thou says the Lord. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Uh, this be uh, the second part for the, the message that I preach on uh, before I was, the last time I was with you, and that was grace, God's righteousness at Christ's expense, and grace foundation of our salvation. Grace, the foundation of our salvation. Because it's without grace, we cannot experience this uh, salvation. And we were analytical comparing the law, uh, the position of the law, uh, which is more so of the old covenant, and then the new, which gave back to grace. Out of grace, we obtain salvation. Mercies. Hallelujah. Mercy, mercy, mercy. So this is uh, how we started. And part two of grace, the foundation of our salvation today. Uh, let's look at Acts chapter 15, verse 1. Why do we have to dive into this uh, message? Because there's still churches that are, are considered as the Old Testament church. And if it's an Old Testament church, obviously we know that all their standard and religious um, religious observance will be based on the law, the Ten Commandments, and more so all the, the, the festivals, the rituals that were supposed to be observed under the Ten Commandments. So in all, we're talking about over 600 laws and not just the Ten Commandments, uh, over 600 laws. And if we are going to abide by that, then the, the requirement is that you have to be able to obey all of these 600, which is we know is not possible. And that is how grace comes in. Grace comes in to give us the ability the strength, the power we need to be able to walk this walk of salvation. But it's all together because the Bible is one. Hallelujah. The old is the new content and the new reveals the old. So we it's all supposed to be what we live our Christian work with. Hallelujah. So let's look at Acts chapter 15 verse 1 which occurred even the time that the disciples were, you know, stay here on earth. It says, certain people came down from Judea to Antioch and were teaching the believers, unless you are circumcised according to the custom taught by Moses, you cannot be saved. Hallelujah. But no man can be justified by the law in the sight of of, of, in the sight of God, because the word of God, we look at the Galatians, it said the judge shall live by faith, and the law is not of faith, because the promise was given to Abraham through faith before the law, right? And that is why by his faith, he was considered the father of righteousness, he lived by faith. He was considered a father of righteousness. Hallelujah. And, and so his seed gave birth to Jesus Christ, through whom we found grace. Right? He see, he lived by faith and was a kind of righteous. And God gave a promise out of his faith. It said, through thy seed, it did not say seeds. The promise was to Abraham's seed, one, 
Hallelujah. Nazis. Only one, and that was Jesus. Out of your seed shall all the nations, including you and I, be blessed. And that's how we find ourselves here today as I speak to you. But grace is the grace, the seed of Abraham, the promise referred to Jesus, who was the sacrificial lamb through whose blood we obtain grace and mercy. So if we look at into the word grace, this is uh, a, a, another definition we could give it. So let's look at this uh, promise that gave birth to this grace. Hallelujah. So it could be compared with a civil agreement as Galatians spoke about or contract if one is signed civil witness and duly recorded. It stands under the protection of the civil laws of the country where such agreement or contract is signed. Hallelujah. This is the same with the Abrahamic covenant and promises made what? 430 years before the law. Hallelujah. Before the law, this contract of promise was signed, sealed, recorded before the law. The law of Moses, which is the Ten Commandments, and all the Levitical observances, rituals, rites, festivals, cannot cancel it or make them of no effect. Because inheritance, to inherit, is not of the law. But the promise of Abrahamic covenant. We are children of God by inheritance, through grace. Hallelujah. We have inherited the promises that God gave to Abraham. That he see throughout his seed, who is Jesus Christ, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. And we are kind of as part of this blessing. Let's look at the benefits of this grace I'm talking to you about. One, Christ has brought us back from the curse of the law. Christ has brought us back from the curse of the law. Let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19 to 20. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19 to 20. It says, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. Hallelujah. We were bought with a price. And what is the price? Jesus lost his life. He shed his blood. The sacrificial lamb was sacrificed that we might find mercy and grace with the Father God and become his beloved one more time. First Peter 1, 18 to 20. He said, for you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your ancestors. But with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect, he was chosen before the creation of the world, but was revealed in these last times for your sake. Beloved, we are no longer under bondage to it, sold as a slave to the law, and its death penalty, because we were sinful, we were assigned to death, both spiritual and physical. Hallelujah. Christ freed us from all these things, being made of a curse for us. Death was a curse for us. He was made an atonement, an atonement, sacrificial lamb for us. Whatever was offered as the atonement for sin was considered as bearing the punishment due to sin. So if you this all so that's why the word of God says all the sins of this earth was heaped on Jesus when he was on the cross. And 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 and, and the Father God could not look at the Son anymore. 
his beloved. Because all sin was upon him. And that is the reason why he went to the cross to die for our sin. Hallelujah. So it was a, so so uh so he bear the punishment through the atonement for our sins. And sin, sickness, pain, suffering, death, all the effects of sin were a part of the curse. When we look at the curse in details, we could make mention of sin, sickness, pain, suffering, death, and all the effects of sin were a part of the curse. And the result of it, then they are all atoned for and removed from us in God's plan. Because he became the punishment for our sin. Hallelujah. The curse and all its effects has been removed from us. Two, spiritual gift. By grace, Abraham's blessing of justification by faith came to the Gentiles. Us. That were considered as not part of the Jewish uh, genealogy. So, by grace, Abraham blessings of justification by faith, right? Because Abraham had faith in God, it was accounted to him as righteousness. So we also are justified by faith. What Faith in what? Faith in the atonement of Christ as a sacrificial lamb. Faith in accepting Jesus in your heart as your Lord and personal Savior. Faith as knowing that Jesus is the Son of God who came on earth in time as it was right, who died, who lived, who was buried three days, and the power of the Holy Spirit resurrected him from the dead. He ascended, he walked among men, as scripture talks about, for 40 days. People saw him, his disciples saw him. And he ascended into the heavens, sitting on the right hand side of the Father. Hallelujah. Glory be to the name of God. You got to put a shout on this one. You got to put a jump and do some cha-cha dance on this one because that's the greatest blessing that we ever obtained from God. Hallelujah. Glory be to the name of the Lord. So that this has been part of us. That's why if you have faith in the salvation prayer, and believe in it. At the end, I'm going to be calling us to salvation. If you say and believe in it, have faith in it, you are saved. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 5, 15, 6. It says, Abraham believed the Lord and he credited it to him as righteousness. Abraham believed in the Lord, right? And it was credited to him as righteousness. So that we will receive the promised spirit through faith. Hallelujah. We receive the promised spirit through faith. Trusting and believing in God, the Son Jesus. This is called the spirit baptism. So we cannot be baptized in the power of the Holy Spirit unless we are saved first. You ought to be saved. Right? And then you could yearn and trust and believe God for the power which is being baptized in the power of the Holy Spirit. And this will only come from uh, uh, followers of Jesus. Hallelujah. John 1, 31 to 34. He said, I myself did not know him, but the reason I came baptizing with water was that he might be revealed to Israel. Then John gave this testimony. I saw the spirit come down from heaven as a dove and remain on him. I saw the spirit of God come down from heaven when he was being baptized and remain. It did not come and go and remain on him. Hallelujah. And remain on him. And I myself did not know him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, the man on whom you see the spirit come down and, rem and, and, and remain is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. The one you see 
the spirit come down on and remain is the one who will be baptizing his followers with the Holy Spirit. I have seen and I testify that this is God's chosen one. Acts chapter 1 verse 4 to 8. That is the confirmation. That is the revelation. That is the outpour. That is the outbreak. The day the promise was explained and how it was going to transpire. He said on one occasion while he was eating with them, he gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift, Shabbala Makabah. My father command. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive what? Power. Let us all say power. Do not miss power. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be witnesses. What is the purpose of the power? Witnesses, as I became a, a primary witness, as I'm speaking the word unto you, that you might receive salvation today. And so when you receive salvation, you shall also go around becoming a witness of God, becoming a witness of God, becoming a witness of Jesus, bidding other souls, hallelujah, testifying about the goodness of God. That also those who have not received this experience will also come to Christ for salvation. You will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the world. Which means anywhere you are in your little cubicle, in your little corner, you ought to tell people about what Jesus has done for you. You ought to be excited. You ought to be happy. That people might want to probe and know this Jesus you're so much excited and happy about, so that they will also receive him as their Lord and personal Savior. Hallelujah. The spirit baptism is referred to as the promise. Christ is the direct agent to baptize his followers in the Holy Ghost. All blessings if the spirit baptism come through redemption and atonement. All baptism come through what? Redemption and atonement. Before, I remember I told you, before you receive this power that the Holy Ghost gives, you ought to be saved first. Three, we find healing through grace. We find healing through grace. All diverse kinds and types and forms of healing through grace. God gave to uh, us grace even after the fall. Hallelujah. After the fall, now those that come to uh, God through Jesus, they will find grace and healing because our sins have been atoned for. Remember I said it in the, in, in the, in the previous uh, time that uh, the, in the atonement is the curse removed. And in the curse is sickness, disease, and infirmity. But with grace that came out of the atonement, we receive healing. Hallelujah. Healing. The results of curses are removed by If the result of curses are removed by atonement, then this certainly includes. If your curses are removed, what do you get in return? Blessing, blessing, blessing. Remember, the curse is opposite of the blessing. So if the curse is removed, then what do you what, what should be your expectation? Blessing. Then this blessing should include financial freedom, being set free from generational curses, being set free from all kinds of what? Sickness, disease, infirmity, by receiving, you see, most of the time we put a full stop 
when we hear it. But what are you doing with what you have? What are you doing with it? You ought to receive it. And how do we receive it? We have to be aware of this freedom and walk in it. Proclaiming this freedom daily. Proclaiming it daily. Every day. Proclaim this blessing. Speak this blessing into your affairs. Isaiah 53, 45 says, By his stripes we are healed. Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering before he went to the cross. Isaiah promised, prophesied about it. Yet we consider him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgression. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds, we are healed. By his wounds, we are healed of what? All short, diverse types, forms, shapes, levels, deep, low, high, sideways, northwest, southeast, any type of sickness, we are healed. Hallelujah. We are set free, proclaiming. I'm set free. I'm set free, proclaiming. Begin to speak it. Speak it after me. I am set free. I am set free from all sorts of curses in the name of Jesus. Now let's look at four. He said, by grace we receive unity as Christians in Christ Jesus. By grace we receive unity, unity as Christians in Christ Jesus. So, which means when we all come together in Christ, all believers around the world, all races, class, sexes are one and equal in right privileges, which is the Abrahamic blessing. So, we are all we all qualify for the Abrahamic blessing, no matter our color, creed, race association, wherever we, we belong to. As the, why? Because the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost are united. They are unity. The triune God in one person. Five, through grace, the glory here after is revealed, which is life eternity. Through grace, the glory hereafter is revealed which is life eternity. Let's look at 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 13. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 13. It says, Therefore, with minds that are left and fully sober, set your hope on the grace to be brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed at his coming. Grace which is brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed at his coming, which means what? He promised to go and come. And that wherever he is, he is coming back to take us to be over there. Hallelujah. John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave what? His one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. But have what? Eternal life. Hallelujah. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but to save the world through him. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. John chapter 14, verse 1 to 3. He said, do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. My father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, well, I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. We have a place to go. We have a place to go, which is um, heaven. Six, benefit of grace. Grace provides strength. In our weakness. Grace provides what? Strength in our weakness. Grace is equated to power to do ministry. Walk this Christian work 
which included the suffering of this Christian life, which means any 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 theology that will be telling you that there's there's no problem, there's no situation, there's nothing to be encountered, no difficulties, no attacks. He said the weapons will be formed, will be will be formed, but they shall not prosper. The weapons will be formed against us. The attacks will be formed against us. The sickness, disease, and infirmity will come at us. But by grace, we shall overcome it. Second Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 to 10. Let's hear our support in his own uh, uh, testimony about grace. He said, oh, because of these surpassingly great revelations, Therefore, in order to keep me from becoming conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan, to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in your weaknesses. My power is what? Make perfect. When... I am weak, then I am strong. Why? How, how am I weak and then I'm strong? Because the grace of God comes in, strengthening me, lifting me up, give me power to keep on working, to keep on doing good, to keep on working by spirit. For the just shall live by faith. Glory, hallelujah. The, uh, so that Christ's power, listen to that, when I'm weak, then I'm sure so that what Christ's power may rest on me. Grace. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Glory be to the name of the Lord. I want you to proclaim this. When I am weak, the grace comes to make me strong. One more time. When I am weak, the grace comes upon me to make me strong. The seventh, as we walk in the spirit by grace, the power of the Holy Ghost transforms our lives so that we experience the fruits of the spirit. As we wait for our needs to be met through prayers, sometimes we feel like God is not going to answer this prayer. It's taking long for me to receive answers to this prayer. Hallelujah. And I was uh, just before broadcasting our know, uh, sanctuary is still in the makeover and uh, we're dealing with the, with the city and all that stuff to get everything together for approval. So I was asking, when is this thing going to happen? Is it two more years? She said, no, not two years. But soon, hallelujah. Because but I'm getting weary, right? I'm getting weary and tired. Why this stuff is not happening the way it's supposed to happen? But grace, repeat after me, grace, grace will give us what? The fruit of the Spirit. So God is building something in us. He's building something in me. As the, with this century, He said, trust in me, son. I'm putting things together, son. But because we don't see what is transpiring behind the scene, we get worried, we get tired. But God is using the waiting time we are expecting prayers to be answered and has not been answered yet. God is shaping us, molding us, transforming us, pouring himself in us. That when we receive the breakthrough, we will be a new person in its entirety. Let's look at Galatians 5, verse 22 to 23. Galatians 5, 22 to 23. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit, hallelujah, the fruit of the Spirit is what love, joy, love, joy, peace, glory be to the Lord, forbearance, kindness, forbearance, kindness, hallelujah. Are you with me? Forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Let's go over it again. What is the fruit of the Spirit? 
the fruit of the spirit is love, kindness, one more time, peace, forbearance, goodness, and faithfulness. Let's look at the 23. I was looking for it. Gentleness, self-control, against certain there's no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have what? Crucified the sinful nature together with his passions and appetites. If we live by the Spirit, we must also what? Walk by the Spirit. Hallelujah. And what is working by the Spirit? With personal integrity, godly character, and moral courage, our conduct empowered by what? The Holy Spirit. Our conduct empowered by the Holy Spirit. We must not become considered challenging or provoking one another, envying one another. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. I shall bring this um, uh, message to conclusion. Uh, we thank God this hour. And we're going to pray and ask the grace of God to come upon us. Begin to pray. Pray, 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 pray. Ask the Lord by his spirit to re release his grace upon your life. And what would you need this grace for? Certain things that you, you have been struggling with, you have difficulty. You have been struggling with, you have difficulty um, being able to do. Ask the grace of God to come upon your life. The grace of God come upon your life in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus. Father, release your grace and mercy. The ability to do, the ability to do the unthinkable. Lord, you release your power on, uh, 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 on um, something, and in his last day, he killed more enemies than even his lifetime. Release your strength and ability to work this Christian work. Your word says, for the faith, for the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. Give us the grace to work by faith according to your word. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Hallelujah. We're going to be observing communion, but let us um, let us um, call um, to salvation. Call to salvation. Let's look at the word of the Lord in Revelation chapter Revelation chapter 22 verse 12 revelation chapter 22 verse 12 and i already told you in the book of uh, john chapter john chapter 4 john chapter 14 verse um, john 14 verse 1 to 3 that jesus promised that he is going and what he will come back again and 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 that he will take us to where he is he's like in his father's place there's many mansions, gold, houses made up of gold, streets made up of gold. But that is when you are able to transition into life eternity. I'm going to be talking to you this hour about eternal life, which comes through salvation. Most of the time we, have, we don't have the understanding what salvation is. That's why many people keep on repeating the same prayer and never have faith and believe in it. But to inherit eternal life will mean after judgment. So Christ promising to come back again, it's not automatic that we're going to inherit and go with him where he's going to be at his father's house. But those who qualify to go with him, and that's the judgment seat is the standard of qualification. What did you do with Jesus in your lifetime? Hallelujah. If you never heard of the word and the name Jesus, or you, you really haven't taken time to look into what the name Jesus means, it is the name according to which judgment will be meted out. Which judgment will be meted out to uh, God's people that will qualify for heaven. I want you to repeat this prayer for me. Every one of you, it says it's appointed for man to die. 
and there's judgment after that. Did you I need Revelation chapter Revelation chapter 22 Revelation chapter 22 verse 12. It said it's appointed for man to die and there's what? Judgment after death. Hallelujah. And the question you're going to be asked when you sit in front of Jesus Christ the judge what did you do with Jesus? Your lifestyle will be judged by according to what you did with the name Jesus. And behold, Revelation 22, 12. Behold, I'm coming what? Quickly. And my reward is with me. To give to everyone according to his work. Behold, I'm coming quickly. The day you transition from this world, he has come quickly in your life. So we are not waiting for a special time that he comes quickly. The warning has been put out there. So the day you transition out of this world, you have experienced the quick quickness of this way. Hallelujah. And everyone, I will reward them according to their work. Hallelujah. Let us all say this prayer after me. Dear Jesus, I thank you for dying on the cross to save me from my sins. I believe that you are the son of God. I invite you into my heart to be my Lord and personal savior. And I'll serve you, dear Jesus, for the rest of my life. If you are saying this prayer for the first time, believing in it, maybe you said it a lot of times in the past, but you did not believe in it. But now you really believe in this prayer. Or you are saying it for the first time. And you believe in it. I declare you saved. And angels in the heavens are rejoicing for your salvation. Because you see, the just shall live by faith. By faith, Abraham was made what? Righteousness. Hallelujah. And so I declare you saved. The best part of this is your name has been written in the Lamb's book of life. I say Revelation 22, 12, I told you what is going to happen. And it was repeated in Revelation chapter 20, verse, maybe you could start from 12 to 15. It says, uh, anyone whose name is not in the Lamb's book of life, hallelujah, so as you have accepted Jesus Christ today, your name has been written in the Lamb's book of life. It is a spiritual book in heaven. And in the last days, this is what Jesus meant by uh, everybody will be rewarded according to their works. In the last days, those that believe God, trust God, and work their salvation with fear and trembling will be rewarded with heaven. And those who and their names are in the Lamb's book of life. And those whose names are not in it will find themselves in the lake of fire. That is the last place of destruction for Satan and his demons and all the atrocities they've caused this world. So anything going on, any influences in your life that is evil, evil, evil influence, is you have becoming an agent, you have been recruited by Satan himself to use you as a tool to be part of his, his, his campaign of killing, stealing, destruction, so that in the end, you will end up with him and all his demons in the lake of fire, because the lake of fire is not meant for human beings. Your place is heaven. So you are blessed this hour, and I want to hear from you. Send us an email. Our information is in the front of the screen. Send us an email that you were saved, and we shall send you materials to help you develop your faith. I also open the doors of Lightweight Church Online that you might be a partner, divine bona fide partner, to support us in this uh, 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 commission of go ye all into the world, the assignment God has given us to evangelize the world. You will be part of this commission by supporting us with your sacrificial giving, any form of giving, it will be acceptable and your reward 
you will experience it on earth even before you transition. Hallelujah. Show all forms of giving. And you could also, also benefit from all that God gives us to release into your life. So this ministry will become a conduit of blessing as you give sacrificial. Hallelujah. We're going to also uh, 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 ask for your giving. That giving is a, is, is a worship. Giving is a sacrificial worship. And it's a means through which God also releases his breakthrough, his, his financial provision, his healing, his protection. He meets us according to his riches and glory through that comes through what? Jesus. Hallelujah. Our giving is a means God releases heavenly breakthrough and blessings, not just financial. Financial, with all that comes with it, the world losses the blessings of the Lord make us rich with our soul. The blessings of the Lord make us rich with our soul. So rich in every area of your life. Hallelujah. God bless you as you give. Father, we lift up those givings financially this hour to support your ministry. Your words say, give. We should give and it shall be given unto us. Running over, pressed down, sh shaking together, shall you cause men to give unto us. Give unto everyone that is hearing your call of giving. And as obey your word to give according to what your spirit is telling them this hour. You are not giving to me. You are not giving to me. You are not giving to man. But have the perception that you are giving to God. We are just at the receiving end. And we invest it in the assignment and the calling of God. That he has entrusted in us. And in that so doing, you become part of this great commission. And you will receive every blessing that come out of it god bless you until we see you next sunday we also have communion right now we're going to observe communion i want you to grab your element if you have the communion element i want you to grab it if you don't look for bread look for anything that is made out of flour look for some juice or water and we're going to lift it up into god but it says anyone who observes it wrongly will incur a curse upon them. So look in your life and ask God for forgiveness. Ask God to forgive you. You do not have to stay away from the communion because the communion is the reason he died. So that we will come to God, right? So he paid the price. He bought us with his body and blood. And we are to do this to remember that. So let us observe ourselves and ask God to forgive us if we are not in right standing with God. Say a little prayer. Yeah, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Have mercy. Wash me with our blood. Position my heart. Commit your heart, spirit, soul into the hands of the Lord. As the Lord cleanses you physically, we need spiritual cleansing too in the innermost part of our life. Holy Ghost, move over your people's life and destroy every sin power operating in us. Position our heart, spirit, soul, and mind to be part of this communion. Let's go to the word of the Lord. Father, we lift up every element that is being used to observe this communion. We pray that your mighty power change it into that which is acceptable in your sight so that the impact of this relationship will be magnified through this communion by thy grace and mercy. Sanctify every cup, every bread that is being used to observe this communion. Sanctify it by your power in the name of Jesus. I want you to take the bread, split apart. Let's look at first Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23 to 26. It says, I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you. That the Lord Jesus on the same night in which, in which he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, 
Take it. This is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let us all eat the bread and begin to thank God. Well, I thank you for this bread signifying your body that every need in my life be met by your mighty power. Father, make a way where there's no way for me. As I protect in this bread. I thank you for provision, for supply, for meeting me at the point of every need, both spiritual and physical, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And it says in the 25, in the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death. You proclaim it. You live it. You expect it. You move in it. Hallelujah. You remember it. You are aware of it. And you measure your spiritual work by this remembrance of the Lord's coming. Let us all drink the cup. Thank God, thank God. Let us say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for your blood. Thank you, Jesus. Begin to thank God if you partook in this communion. Uh, when you want this um, message in the future and you want to follow, uh, follow it and observe communion, it's just spiritually right. We are not trying to be religious, but we are being spiritual to bring people to, to, to Christ, to God. And that's the basis and the foundation for this communion as we observe it online. Hallelujah. God bless you. Say thank you, Jesus, for your blood. There's power in the blood of Jesus. There is provision and supply. Because let's look at Isaiah chapter 53, verse 45. It says, surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering. Yet we consider him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgression. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds, we are healed. Proclaim, I'm healed, I'm delivered, I'm blessed, I'm protected. By the grace, mercy, and the power of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, we pray. God bless you. And we shall meet again next Sunday. Hallelujah. Peace. Joy.